What's up, everyone, and welcome back to Hello K, your weekly K-pop, K-drama, and K-culture podcast. Once again, it's Michelle and Savannah. Hello, everyone. Um, we're going to be doing the same thing kind of we did last week, kind of like a review of this week in K-pop and just some more stuff um, that's been going on lately that we want to touch on. I'm sure plenty of it, as you K-pop fans always keep up with the news, have heard about probably all over the internet this week. Um, yeah, just a lot of big stuff that's happening, which I think then leads us to the biggest news of the week being Big Hit and everything that they bombarded us with yeah. on this supposed break that they're taking. Well, I mean, BTS is taking a break. Big Hit is not taking a break. That's true. Um, but, I mean, like, obviously, they had a lot of announcements in the middle of this week. Um like, they have girl group auditions coming up, which they've announced all over the world, which always makes me giggle I am a currently bit. changing my birth certificate. So you can be young enough? Exactly. <laughs> you can do that. I will um, not... It's in the works. I've paid a guy. ...support you, but... <laughs> hey! Just kidding. Um, um, not going to do that. Yeah, no, but, like, for all of you... That are thinking about it, like go for it. Go Good for luck. It. Good luck. Let us know if you do. We'll be excited to hear about it. Um, another like really controversial <laughs> announcement they made was the introduction of the lottery system to international um, concerts and tours, um, which a lot of people are excited for because maybe they'll have more luck in getting. Tickets. tickets like us who every time we've tried to get k-pop concert tickets to any of the shows we've seen we've never been able to buy them we, from the traditional ticket sale we've yeah, always, always had to buy to. resale or like the Ticketmaster resale which are which is hella expensive but we want to see our boys yeah so we'll see the <laughs> other thing is that it like definitely like opens up for like the chance that like Maybe not as many people are going to be able to even get tickets because it is a lottery system. Um, so it's kind of like positive and negatives. Like, well, I'm glad like we did see some of these major groups yeah. um, before the lottery system. Because, yeah, I guess if this works or like it becomes popular, I could see the other companies then yeah. jumping in. You know, it got seven tours, Monster X, NCT, whatever. When all these bigger groups, I could totally then... See them jumping on that train. If it turns out to be a positive thing, I don't necessarily... We just don't have enough experience with it just yeah. being in the United States because it is such this place where tickets go on sale. It's... And then you have these bots that buy up as many tickets as, like, people can. And So in that case, I think it's great that, like... Yeah. In... I just think it will open it up, but it will be interesting to see how that actually ends up working yeah. i don't know if it will and i mean we have time obviously with bts probably not going on tour until at least earliest i'd say is next spring um okay. and that might be yeah. i have a feeling might be one of the last ones for a little bit with the whole the whole group me and Jin are not getting any younger that's 92 liners um They've also made some other announcements as far as BTS goes with the K drama, <laughs> which will be interesting. But like, I love K dramas. Excited yeah, for it. Um, I'm cautiously optimistic about it. Yeah, I mean, um, they've shown their little act, like the commercials and stuff. Mm -hmm. I think the bigger thing everyone is concerned about, and I don't know if they clarified. I doubt it. Is if like everyone's like, well, if the boys are acting in it 
then that would be fantastic. Like, that would be great. But they just, like, left it, I think, so open-ended that... Yeah, I'll be interested to see, like... It could go any direction. More, once they release more information on it, we'll definitely let you guys know our opinions. Um, They also have another game coming out. It's, like, BTS World, where you get to, like, be their manager came out at the beginning (laughs) of the summer, I believe. Somewhere around there. Yeah, right when all, like, Um, the music drops. Like, early June-ish. Yeah, um, which has been interesting. I played it a little bit. Um, Definitely, like, fun and cute. But it got kind of old kind of fast. Like, not going to lie. It just, like, wasn't my thing. Um, But this other game, not, like, entirely sure (laughs) what type of game it's really going to be. I don't think they've... I mean, they released, like, the teaser for it. Um, The graphics look really cool for it already. Um, So I'll be interested to see more of that. Definitely will play it at least a little (laughs) bit to, like, see how it goes. And who knows? Like, maybe it'll be my new favorite game. Um, It is a lot. Yeah. I mean... I can't blame them for milking BTS for all they're worth before eventually, I mean, there's, for every group, even one as big as BTS, there's always going to be a threshold of success, and obviously mm-hmm. with enlistment for all of them. Um, I mean, I don't blame Big Hit for trying to do as much right now as they can with the full group, and then obviously like with the movies, I mean, we went, we've seen both of the movies in theaters, the one they came out oh, with last year in November, and then we just saw the... The newest one. The YouTube. Uh, the YouTube series. So, like, mm-hmm. all of that. The concert movie. Me and my sister rented that and watched that one. I ended up they watching have. that, too. So, I mean, I don't blame them for trying to do all this stuff. And, obviously, it's working. It's successful. And you're starting to see the other companies take notice and implement some of the things that Big Hit has done and try and emulate that success. Obviously, I think with Super M, that's kind of the goal is hitting the American market, which that's, like, a whole ASS episode for another day of like that which we won't speak about because we just don't have any info so we're not going to talk about something we don't fully yeah have knowledge about yet just because they haven't released a ton of stuff and I think I mean they said a single as early as August technically at what was that it was this week there was some as early as August. August ends on I Friday. I know, but that's, that's what, it was at some, I, like, London, co- like, not, like, Comic-Con, but pop culture thing, and a producer from one of the things was, like, we could see a single. Oh, okay. A single as early as August is what he was saying. So, like, I think September is probably going to be the big, like, reveal. We'll probably get teaser images and music video trailers, and, like, probably I could see them, like, reintroducing the members of the group. Like a reveal, kind of like how TXT did over time to this newer American audience, because obviously that's their goal. Um, but I, I don't doubt that they're going to have a lot of similarities in marketing the way big hit markets BTS in the states, and I think that's the goal. Yeah, I think they're a lot of companies are definitely yeah. trying to like push their groups more to those U.S. geared. Like they definitely have their comeback still for like. Um, the South Korean audience and the more Asian audience, but um, a lot of them are trying to push that U.S. like um, Monster X is yeah Blackpink mm-hmm. definitely, but yeah I think um, Big Hit is kind of setting the precedent not only for obviously themselves because again BTS cannot last until the end of time. They have other groups that they're creating TXT to worry about now, so I hmm. think yeah yeah. Which, yeah, speaking of... Yeah, TXT, I feel... Oh, poor babies. Had a postpone their comeback with 
Conjunctivitis. Everyone getting a little sick on us. Yeah. Um, Which I'm sure they, like, feel bad about. Mm -hmm. Like, they're so young. This is really, like, their second... Truly, I think, like, their second big push. Like, this would have been, like, the true... Because they've had two comebacks, because the first one was with Crown, if I'm not mistaken, and then they had their summer one with the big one, Cat and Dog, personal fave. Um, so I think this would have been, like, a really big, like, not reintroduction, but they had their success at KCON, and their tour, little tour they did in the U.S. went really well, so I thought this would have been a great, like, revamping of them. So yeah, it kind of sucks that they have to wait for that to pass. But I mean, there's so many comebacks happening right now that maybe it's a good thing that they'll get a little bit more attention or they'll get recognition which I think I don't know with Everglow coming back with their success with Adios is huge right now Red Velvet's comeback right now so I think it's not necessarily like a bad thing that they have to postpone because I think so many groups like mm -hmm. when Super M debuts like all of that's gonna be happening within the next month so it's probably a good thing that they're pushing to October and then they'll have a truly finished project, product for everyone. But it does suck. I feel bad for them. Yeah. They're so young. It's never fun to do that. I'm sure they feel like a little bit like they're letting fans down. Yeah, like but... guilty, which they shouldn't. I mean, you can't control that, but mm -hmm. it is well. sad. I guess I will talk about that. <laughs> Speaking of comebacks, and we'll get into more other stuff, is Red Velvet. Won't spend too long on their, on their comeback. Um, talked about it a little bit last week. I like it. I like the songs. Um, they are one of my favorite girl groups. It feels like... I personally think that this album and the songs... That, I don't know. I think it would have done better at the beginning of summer. I think just the whole vibe of the album and the comeback itself and kind of their concept, I think fits better with like a May-June release date, personally. Because I just feel like it's just more summery music. Like, that's just, it, I, like, I can't imagine myself listening to that not during summer. Like, I know that makes no sense, but I think it would have done better if it was not released in almost September. Yeah. I don't know. I ha honestly have seen yeah. nothing, listened to nothing. Um, Red Velvet's not, like, a personal favorite of mine. I've also been... Highly distracted by Taylor Swift's new album, yeah. <laughs> so... Um, I mean, it, I like it, but... Um, I'll definitely, like, yeah. I'll give it a listen, but... Yeah. Sorry, right now I've been a little preoccupied. Yeah. The concept is good, I just think the timing of it was interesting. It's not bad. I think, obviously, they're phenomenal performers. I think they actually have some real vocal talent. In mm -hmm. um, stage presence, especially, I think they're really great at, which is hard for a lot of girl groups. Um... But yeah, it's a great concept. I just don't enjoy the timing of it. I think the whole concept and vibe would have fit better like for a beginning of July drop rather than a it's almost fall drop. But it's been really popular. It's done pretty well. So I'm sure they'll take all the music show awards over the next couple weeks and they'll do just fine. So I'm not concerned about the success of that one at all. Um, okay, before we get into, like, a really serious topic, we're going to play a little oh, game yeah. with Michelle. So Google recently released the top 50 worldwide most searched K-pop male idol 2019 mid-year Do they want to add results. more words to that? If you didn't understand that, halfway through the summit, halfway through 2019, 
who's the most searched for male K-pop idol? On the Google. Um, so we're gonna play a little game with Michelle. Um, I'm gonna quiz her and see if she can guess who the top one from like our favorite groups are. Um, I already shared with her that BTS made it into the top eight. <laughs> um, so who do you think was number one from BTS? I would say Tay. He was two. Jungkook. Yeah. Yeah. Those yeah. two are always the most searched and always considered, like, on any, like, search or, like, handsome list. Yeah. It's always those two. Yeah. So then, so it's Jungkook v. Jimin, Suga, Jin. Aww. Someone random. Then RM, J-Hope. And they're all, like, so <clears throat> tight and close together. Like, their numbers, like... Wait, who was three and four? Um, three was Jimin, four was Suga. Okay. Jin was five. Yeah. RM is number seven, and J Hope was number eight. So who do you think? And it's it's a, a male K-pop idol male idol from a larger group. I would say it's not. It's from a very <laughs> large group. Who I would say he's not considered a part of the group anymore. Based on recent events within the last six months, he is no oh. longer considered a part of the group. BM. B.I. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Oh. B.I. is on the list. He's down at number 25. The last six months, so it wouldn't be Edon. Nope, not Edon. That's a good guess, though. Um, past six months. Not Lay. That's... It's like some really, like, crazy stuff went down. Sungry? Yep. Uh, I mean, okay, I guess that makes sense. Like, we can, like... I think your first thought is like, oh, like it's just young fans googling images of no. Tay and Jungkook all day, and I guess you don't consider like the the seri- like terrible the... stuff. That mm-hmm. So I'm glad BTS mostly kicked him out of more recognition than yeah he needs. Mm-hmm. Um, Interesting. So then the other than Sungri, which like obviously his stuff, and he is not considered like on the um, chart. It says like the idol's name, what group they're a part of, their search index. Um, is in the next column, but for anyone who's either not in a group, um, like solo artist or anything mm-hmm. like that, someone who's left their group, um, it just has a slash. It doesn't have a group listed, so on Sungries, it just has the slash. Um, so with that being noted, um, the number one Big Bang person who was searched for and the number one EXO person who was searched for have the exact same search index number. They were looked oh. up the exact same amount of times. Who is it? Uh, G Dragon and Kai. Oh. I guess G Dragon's getting close to the end of his enlistment, so people are already on the internet starting mm-hmm. to buzz about what's he gonna do, drop a solo, or him and TOP gonna collaborate, or Taeyang, or what is you know what kind of is his next power move? Because obviously the second he comes back, as much as like yes, EXO is the kings and BTS are the kings, but let's be honest, like the some of the original kings. Well, now that, like, Super Junior is, like, yeah. they're completely done with all of their enlistment yeah. requirements. So, so we're going to see a lot of those groups that are just, like, a few years older than us are now going to, like, have, like, a resurgence. Like, almost like Backstreet Boys style. <laughs> Jonas Brothers oh, comeback ready. tour. I'll totally go see Super Junior in concert. Um, Wear a Heechul shirt. Yeah, so pretty much it was, like, all of BTS... 
some Big Bang, XO, <laughs> and then just like randomly like got seven. Some just the most numbers. random one, do you think? Um, that's in like the top 25. In the top 25? Like who would you consider like the most random from the United States perspective? Um, probably um, Jeju from JYJ. That one was random. What? Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, that one is probably... Because the other, the rest of them, like, in the entire, like, top 50, like, you have NCT. Yeah, the more um, ones that have broken into the... Super Junior, BTOB, TVXQ. Um, there is only one 17 member really? in the top 50. Who? Um, you. <laughs> Shocking. Shocking. I'm shocked. Um, let's I'm see. I think that's, yeah. I mean, it's pretty much like, of course. Like but it's not surprising. So, yeah. you know, the no two more Monster X. This list we don't see. Um, it's because people are uncultured. Yeah. So that was just like, <laughs> I mean, like, I wasn't surprised to see like all BTS members in the top eight. Yeah. But then... It did kind of shock me at first to see Sungri in there, thrown in there at number six, but... Um, you just don't, like... You're, but then you, I remembered, oh, yeah. obviously, like, I searched up all... Yeah, like, I was like, looking them up when everything was, was going happening. down to see, like, here. We only assume the best of that list, that's why. Like, you go into being yeah. like, oh, like, who do people love the most and, like, the most listened to, and you just forget, like, the darker aspect yeah. of the industry or just mm-hmm. some of the stuff that's gone down, yeah. which is a nice uh, segue <laughs> into, um, I think just like with recent news coming out about like YG and like the illegal gambling and like possibly like funnily money, like what's going on with that? Like they're still investigating, not really sure. Um, I mean, it has been proven, like they've proved like that they've been gambling and like there's been illegal gambling going on and now it's just a matter of like where it's happening, how illegal has it been, um, which the international world, some police search that's like international and they like work with all different countries to like figure out like take information from this country and then this country to kind of put it together so they can build a full profile case um, uh, they contacted the U.S. Treasury, um, and the U.S. Treasury has shared um, some data and information on YG and Sungri's activities gambling in Vegas. Yeah, that's been um, the newest development yeah. in like the last like five ish days, I think. Yeah, that, that dropped crazy. early this week. Yeah, um, just the U.S. obviously also, getting involved. Yeah, and I mean, like the U.S. gets involved in a lot of the times when celebrities are in trouble with people. Well, people like come here a lot, so yeah. then. Their countries want to know what they were doing here, and the U.S. shares that information. Um, so just like, you know, be smart, you guys. Um, but they also found that they were funneling money through the company's U.S. accounts, not their personal U.S. accounts. Which is not necessarily illegal, depending on whether or not they were paying taxes. That's the only way yeah. they get into trouble. There's so many businesses are really rich people that do use just like paper companies like just companies well like that's the other thing is that they found title. so many paper companies because like yg as a company yeah. only reports that they make like 200 million won yeah every which is year. like sixteen thousand dollars. which is not but then they found like all these paper companies yeah. under yg which are making like 2.7 billion won yeah. which is technically not illegal but the it's only way suspicious. they're gonna get suspicious and the only way you're truly gonna get in trouble is through the irs like if they're not Paying taxes Which, the like, way US they wise. should, US wise. That's the only way yeah. they're going to get in trouble with the United States. And I, 
I don't think they'll get in trouble in the United States. I no, think I the, US the U.S. Treasury was pursuing. just sharing, like, here's some information. Yeah. Here's what they were doing in Vegas, which I guess they were staying at the MGM and, like... Uh, the big hotel. <laughs> yeah, they were like gambling at the MGM. Um, not my favorite place to gamble, but okay. yeah. Um, no, so that one was like super interesting. We'll keep you guys updated as they like share information with us. I'm sure there's a lot more going on behind the scenes that hasn't been shared. And I just think it'll obviously now that the U.S. is involved, it'll probably hit the mainstream United States media a little bit more, and it'll kind of we'll just see a resurgency in the media of airing Sungri's crimes that he's already being mm-hmm. prosecuted for and I think it just elevates it just this now brings up all of that again that wasn't obviously like over like it's still a big deal dealing with it been dealt with in certain ways but I think like it'll just be, bring a media resurgence yeah, to absolutely. it because um, I don't think you should especially because happened. there was like the whole reason this investigation even came up was because of Sungri's illegal activities which then led into, like, oh, he's been illegal gambling, which led into YG was a part of it, mm-hmm. which led into, like, oh, they were using company so money to do it. So it's, like... Can of worms mm-hmm. with, um, with all of it. Yeah, which is, like, super interesting. Like, there's a lot going on with YG. And, I mean, just with everything, like, with BI and... Yeah. Yeah, it's been... It's not been their year. And then they're trying to, like, use Blackpink to, like, stick a band-aid over everything and be like, look how great they are. And, like, I will be interested to see what happens to the groups there. Um, Yeah, even, like, Big Bang. I mean, what's going to happen? I don't know. What are they going to do? He's been posting about reading Rainbow, so. Yeah, he's just. Love him. Right now. What are you going to do? Yeah, so that one will be interesting. We'll share more when we know more. um, Let you know our opinions on it. Uh, Personally, we're really big fans. Um, And really exciting. Um, Big Bang. Yes. Sangri. We don't like him. I love G-Dragon. He's one of my, like, top ten favorite K-pop idols. Um, We stand hard. We also, we love, love, love Icon. Well... Yes. We both love Icon. Icon is probably really one of my it. favorite groups. Bobby is like probably one of my top three favorite idols ever. So um, YG needs to get their act together. Act together because they're ruining our favorite groups. Mm-hmm. Big Hit's um, going to come take your place in the top three. <laughs> they already have. I know. It's, it's like over. B, it's Big Hit. Like SM's not doing three. great right now. Super M is just the band-aid for SM's problems, but... At least they don't have all this crap going on, yeah. too. Um, and yeah. JYP is just unproblematic. Just chilling. Chilling in the corner. With twice. <laughs> yes? Oh, yes. <laughs> um, in, like, really adorable news, um, a video went viral of uh, BTS ARMY um, holding her little sister who was, like, crying. And then they started playing a song. And I believe it's one of Chase's songs. I haven't, like, listened to the video. I just, like, watched it while I was on the bus the other day. Um, but I didn't want to play because I didn't have headphones. Um, but it was, like, super adorable because the baby, like, calmed down right away. Um, and then I was, like, reading all the comments about people who were, like, oh, my gosh, my little sister, my cousin, my daughter, my son, whatever, loves Tay's voice and I thought it was super interesting because I work as a nanny um and the little boy that I watch is two and he um like I always play music we like to dance around have fun um and I always play my music which is a lot of BTS (laughs) um and we'll watch videos um all their music videos and he now 
will ask for certain BTS songs, but he doesn't know the names of the songs. He knows them by the color of uh, Taehyung's hair. And he calls him Tay-Tay because he can't say that and he doesn't like V. Um, he gets very confused with V because it's a letter. We're learning our letters. Um, so we call him Tay-Tay. Um, so we know the songs by the color of Tay-Tay's hair. His current favorite is Blue Tay-Tay which is Boy With Love. Um, he also absolutely loves Halsey. Hmm. Like, can't identify her in pictures and, like... We support. Loves Halsey. Like, he'll just shout, be like, Nana, Halsey! <laughs> um, we don't listen to as many Halsey songs. Just no. <laughs> Content-wise, they're not as appropriate for a toddler. Um, but he does, he loves Tay-Tay. Yeah. And he'll be really sad. He was really sick when I was watching him a couple days ago. Um, and he woke up from his nap just, like, not feeling good, had a really high fever, and was just like, Nana, play Grey Tay-Tay, which is DNA. <laughs> um, the superior Tay-Tay, yeah. in my opinion. I agree. Um, and then we have, like, Pink Tay-Tay, which is Idol. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a couple different black and brown Tay-Tays, which throw me off a little yeah. still. Trying to, we're trying to work those ones out. Um, we're learning the rest of the members. He loves RM. That one, he's not as confused with the letters for some reason. Yeah, maybe because it's two letters and it sounds know, more like a name. name. Um, but yeah, so, you know, just teaching the future of America, Stan K-pop, like, right away. Um, he has a baby sister, too, and she's not a BTS fan right now. Like, we play BTS, and she's, like, screaming bloody murder. Oh, <laughs> like, okay. I'm sorry. Um, she's a real big fan of Seventeen, though, so... I find them soothing. We, yeah, we play some Seventeen, and she's just, like, chills. Um, yeah, so I just wanted to show that that was adorable, because it was adorable, and I, like, could relate to it, and, like, just thought it was interesting that... So many, like, babies and kids love that, like, lower tone, like, soothing, yeah. his deeper voice. True. Um, in other BTS news, because... That's, like, the... It's, it's been a BTS it week. It has been a BTS week. Which is totally fine. Everyone will get their week. Um, something that I was really excited about with, like, Taylor Swift's new album is, um, she posted on her personal Tumblr page, um... She reposted someone had screenshotted Jin's Spotify playlist, which has two of her new songs, You Need to Calm Down and Me. Um, <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> me. Um, I the answer. Um, but she, like, reposted that and then um, commented saying, like, I love these guys or something along those lines, um, which I just thought was adorable because I just love when like my American music world and my K-pop music world come together and like they stand each other and like we recognize talent. Or my wrestling world and my K-pop world come together and John Cena just loves J-Hope and BTS. Very true. I wonder how what he thought of J-Hope's uh, outfit returning from America. John Cena, tell us what you think down below. <laughs> <laughs> we need to know. We need to know. What is your opinion on the uh, jean jacket, sans shirt... Risque. I appreciated it. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's just not. It was Jay. He's truly on break. He's he come back from America like Jay. Jay, dope man. I mean, and then with rumors of like a collab with Becky, like I'm here just... for it. Because nothing's been confirmed yet. Yeah. But he was spotted in L.A. 
at the airport. Um, and then Becky had like posted a little video, I think it was on her Instagram, where she said it was like a bunch of Korean snacks. Hmm. And then someone said, and I don't hear it, but in another video she posted like on the set of filming, um, they could hear Korean being spoken in the background, which I can't hear it, but I'm also like entirely deaf in one ear. Yeah. I'll listen to it later. <laughs> see, um, see what it's But it's up. been like mixed reviews. Like a lot of the comments said, yes, we hear it. Some people said no. Just wishful thinking. Like yeah, you're just like, hearing what you want to so, hear. But I mean, I'm like hopeful. Very yeah, excited cool. for it. Um, and then also BTS in the US. Uh, they were um, one... MTV's hottest summer superstar, like shocker. Yeah, I mean we love them and like I'm happy that they are, but I'm kind of like it's annoying when they deserve to have like an actual award, not just like the popularity award. No, I mean they should get nominated for actual awards that like are being presented and given. Like Mm -hmm. they, like I just don't, I don't understand. It's America wanting to be the best. Yeah, but I mean, like, we're starting to see, like, billboards obviously have done a pretty great job. The Grammys, like, guarantee they will probably be nominated this time around. Like, this was a very, like, entry year for them, like, getting inducted into the Grammy Mm -hmm. Museum and having that happen and getting to present. And I think, obviously, the natural progression of that would be now getting nominated for something, obviously, is the hope. Mm -hmm. Um... The Grammys obviously being a more prestigious thing than the billboards or than, like, MTV. So, like, you definitely want them to earn it. You just don't want them to get nominated for the clout. And I think the Grammys has done a good job of towing that line of, like, understanding, yes, this will give us a lot of um, exposure and money, but also understanding that they are actually honoring their music and the whole process that they've gone through um, to get where they're at. Whereas I think... A lot of other music shows and TV shows are just doing it for the views, which I get, but it's getting annoying, and I know Big Hit is annoyed with, like, MTV and all this stuff that don't just use them. Like, they deserve to be up there with every other American artist, right. and, and, it just, like... and it just seems to be a Korean, or, like, honestly, Asian thing, because you see a lot of Latino artists actually nominated as well and everyone Which, it should be open for everyone i mean like obviously wasn't the same like that couldn't be said like five ten years ago no like absolutely it was not every it's evolving white person and beyonce yeah and then like any kind of rap or hip-hop category obviously had people of color but that was it and obviously like it's evolving and like becoming less segregated but at the same time I don't, I'm not saying, like, they should go out and win every award no. because I love them, but should they be nominated awards for the things for that For their actual win? work. Mm-hmm. It's, like, stop well, awarding like, them for things that are just based on fans or mm-hmm. Twitter followers or retweets. Like, that is great and it's an accomplishment, but that does not reflect necessarily all of the hard work they personally have put in to record and practice and slave hours and hours over their craft to make it as great as possible. Well, especially since they do write and produce so much of their own stuff, it's not... And most, and a lot of American artists who are getting nominated for these things cannot say that at all. Well, I mean, there's so many... I think it's interesting, too, like, when you look at, like, who's won what award, and then you look at who's produced the yeah. music that have won those awards, it's the same, like, 
five people. Yeah. Or, like, the people who've written the lyrics. It's 99% Taylor Swift writing lyrics for other people. Yeah. And maybe Ed Sheeran. Which is not a bad thing. No, but... but here you have a group who writes their own music, produces it, and works, like, within their own little group. Like, they're not... Like, people aren't doing this for them. Yeah. And they're not getting the recognition that they deserve. Yeah, it's just frustrating to see these American-based companies and shows and industries just use BTS as a means for views and to up, you know, viewership for these shows and then just show shots of them in the audience. Maybe they'll get to perform if they're lucky, but truly honor what they've worked so hard for and you cannot deny that they're talented. It would be one thing if truly their music or videos were not on the same par as people winning these awards year after year, but the difference is that BTS is even more talented than most of the people. Their mm -hmm. music videos, especially in Korea, are revolutionary and they're new and they're different and you're then seeing both Korean and American artists kind of copy the type of style that BTS is using in their videos. So. It's just frustrating, and I know we're this, I mean, everyone, every fan of BTS yeah. feels this way. It's not like a new thing, but just this coming up again, then getting voted for the hottest summer 2019 artist, that's great, but, like, honor their actual work, not just the number of followers they have on Twitter. Because mm -hmm. that's not, you can't use them, but then not expect them to need that recognition in return. It works both ways, so it doesn't surprise me that Big Hit just doesn't, give a crap and hasn't been posting about any of it, like what happened like a few weeks ago, when they're just not going to even acknowledge that stuff anymore because they are too good for that now. Mm -hmm. They don't need to just beg for people to invite them places. They are being asked, and it is not fair to them, to Big Hit, to everyone involved with them that, you know, we're just going to use you because you're going to get us all the views and a bigger audience at the live show. It'll sound better but you're never going to actually win a award that's based on your actual craft rather than your fans, which is great. You know, armies work hard, but... Yeah, but it'd be cool to see, like, BTS win yes. something, like... For a video, video for a song. Or, like, just something that recognizes their talent rather than that recognizes their fandom recognizing their talent. Yeah. Because... I mean, so many of the words they have are just from fans. Army being supportive, so supportive of them, which, which is, is fantastic. But that is not indicative of the American music industry honoring how talented and revolutionary they are. So that's our soapbox of the day. Yeah, you know, uh, <laughs> won't be the last. Never. Um, one thing that, like, just popped up that I saw today was, so there was a news anchor in Korea that wore her glasses on air, which is, like, unheard of. Why? Because she didn't look like the stereotypical South Korean definition of beauty. She's wearing glasses. She still looked pretty. She was not, like, heavily in makeup. She had on her little, like, round wire rim glasses and, like, her hair pulled back. And she definitely, like, didn't look... Like, she looked like she was there to, like, share the news, not there to, like, be pretty. A model. <laughs> yeah. But she still looked very beautiful. But I think it was just, like, super interesting and made me think about, like, South Korea. Like, I could never 
Like, I would die if I had to conform because I'm way too lazy. <laughs> it is interesting. when I Because I went to South Korea for a week last March um, over spring break. And now you bring up glasses. I don't remember seeing a lot of women wearing glasses unless they were for fashion purposes only. Like, you could tell they weren't actual glasses. A lot more men were in glasses, though. Like, you could actually tell for, like, seeing purposes. The funniest thing to me... And it wasn't, like, funny. Like, I get it's a cultural thing, not making, like, fun of it necessarily, but it was so, like, mind-blowing to me now that well, you bring like that shock, up. It is a culture shock, and it happened on the plane. Like, we hadn't even necessarily, like, put our feet on Korean soil yet, where, like, we just, like, looked a mess after, like, that 13-hour flight. We were tired. It had gotten delayed the day before. But did you wear just... a shirt under your jacket? I did wear a shirt under my jacket. I didn't want to go that far, but when I go back next summer, no shirt. Um, we'll see if they let me through customs. Stay tuned. I'll vlog it. Um, but, like, the weirdest thing that I, like, n not weird, just, like, different thing that I noticed is, like, probably about ten minutes before we landed, um, every woman, Korean woman, on the plane instantly pulled out their makeup bag and started, like, doing a full face of makeup. And, like, a lot of them had, like, curling, like, rollers for their bangs and stuff and, like, putting on lipstick. And I'm just sitting there looking like a whole like, trash pile, like, not even caring, haven't brushed my teeth in, like, a whole day, like, just ate all the snacks on the plane, like, had to pee, probably smelled terrible, and I'm just, like, gonna stumble into Korea like some dirty American, <laughs> like, did not care at that point, because I just, like, wanted to be there, and was also just so tired and hungry, and then you just have all these, like, Korean women just, like, putting on their full face of makeup and their powder, and I'm just, like, Oops, <laughs> I should think I have brought that? And it was just like... But I think it's so different, like, <laughs> in the U.S. versus, like, um, especially a lot of Asian countries and some European countries, like, where in America, we're just so, like... Trash. Whatever I look like, I look like, like, people of Walmart, like, yes. there's a reason it's a thing. Yeah, we look like that today when we went to Walmart. <laughs> um, speak for yourself. Just kidding. Trash. No, I did not look at you. Um... But I think, like, something about, um, like, Asian cultures, um, especially South Korea, Japan, China a little bit, is that they take so much pride in yeah. their appearance and, like, that if you look good, you feel good, you're going to show up, you're going to do better, people are going to take you more seriously, which is like, something that, like, the U.S. has gone away from, which I almost, like, wish we would go back yeah. to. Because there's so many times where, like working summer camp and like I have a staff of leaders which like obviously summer camp you're not gonna like look great for but please don't show up looking like you rolled out of bed like parents are dropping their children yeah. off like look like a professional yeah look like an adult brush your hair that's all I ask like Americans just brush your hair yeah start small brush your hair and brush your teeth you're preaching in the choir I teach children so we're lucky if that happens on a day put on deodorant yeah but, like, just, like, show up and, like, take a little more pride in the way you present yourself to others. Because I definitely think, like, there's a time and place for, like, I don't care what I look like. I'm here for me. But at yeah. the same time, like, look, like, just put it's in just some a, effort. Yeah, it's a respectful thing to try and look your best. Like, will I, when I go to Korea next summer, am I going to start doing my makeup on the plane? Absolutely not. Because um, that's just not no. me. Right. But, like, did I kind of take better care of my appearance while I was in Korea, absolutely. Like, I tried to look nicer just because that's not my country. It's not my customs. I'm not going to go in there and, like, look terrible. Like, 
it's not just like the whole like touristy like we don't want I don't want to make Americans look bad even though we always look bad anyway because we're terrible when we travel abroad like just as like a stereotype not like me personally but like you still want to be like respectful of culture like I'm not gonna walk into like next time I'm not gonna walk around Korea in a low-cut v-neck shirt because I know that that's not necessarily um that's not respectful like I'm not gonna go into a place and behave that way and no mm -hmm. one should go into another country and behave that way it was just so interesting that like it did not shock me necessarily to see all the women instantly start like putting a full face and putting their hair in rollers and a lot of women like slept in rollers slept in like jelly masks that they were doing throughout like the trip which is but I think that's such a something like they probably do like day to day yes it's like their day-to-day -day routine so why would you change it after a 13-hour flight um but, like here like all of us americans like unless you're in first or business class or just like in our leggings and sneakers, like flip-flops, like stumbling off of planes. Like me, we and you wear like hats everywhere. Don't remember the last time I didn't wear a baseball cap on a flight. <laughs> like. Because I like to pull it down over my eyeballs so no one can look at me because I don't like people. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Next episode. We'll uh, talk about our No, but my whole, my whole point of like bringing up the whole glasses thing was just that like. It's not, like, we talk a lot about, and especially Americans talk a lot about the beauty standards of women in South Korea. Um, and, like, yeah, like, when we call people fat and, like, all this stuff, like, there's been idols that are called fat when they put on a healthy amount of weight. Um, but I think, like, my whole point is that it's not something, like, and we talked about this with Sugar last week, it's not something that's unique to women. Yeah. Whereas in the U.S., like, we do expect women to, like, look a certain way, and then we don't have the same standards for men, but, like, South Korea is very across the board. Like, if you're an idol, an actor, a news anchor, like, you need to look a certain way regardless of your gender. Or even just men walking around, like, just walking around Korea, like, the men were clearly taking better care of themselves across the board and much, much better dress than any American man if you just, like, walk around this city. Like... It's just it's just a cultural difference, which mm -hmm. it's interesting. And I mean, it's not good or bad. We're not we're not here to critique anyone's. No, it's just like something like comparing, yeah, contrasting. Like we do, we will talk about like cultural things, yeah. especially just like our opinions on them and like what is eye opening, what is not eye opening. Um, just because like I've traveled a lot of South American countries where it's very like free and like there isn't this standard of like you have to look perfect every yeah. time, but because like they believe that this natural beauty is such a thing. Like, and so when you put on this full face of makeup and you're not going out, like, in um, Costa Rica, they're like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, it's just crazy. interesting to see. Mm -hmm. But it's just, like, culturally comparing yeah. our different cultures and it's eye-opening. And there's some things that, like, I wish we took more better care of ourselves. Oh, for sure. Um, but then at the same time, I'm, like, glad that I'm not held to the standard of I need to wear a full face of makeup every time I go to class. Yeah, I, uh, no. Although I do try to look somewhat presentable because my professors are all people who I want to work for in the future. Yeah, they're like, I'm a teacher, so I should probably not look like trash. You never look like trash when you get to teach. Thank you. But <laughs> I definitely don't wear makeup on a daily basis. And then my kids are always like, you look tired. Like, thanks, Johnny. You look tired, too. Anyway, I actually don't have, I'm not naming kids. I don't have anyone named Johnny. I haven't, I taught a kid named Johnny in like five years. Since like my first year teaching. Johnny? Or what John goes by Johnny? That one. Past age of like six. 
Bad one. <laughs> um, on another note. Anyway. Um, this is straight far from glasses. Last week, we shared our mm. um, song of the week. This week, um, I asked Michelle, what is your most underrated group of the week that you think deserves more recognition? I'm not going to say Pentagon, even though I will always say Pentagon. Cause only because I did a Pentagon song last week. I think you should just somehow figure out how to relate every... I ask you at the end of an episode of Pentagon. In pants. That's your goal. <laughs> in pants. In Woosuck wearing pants, even though then I watched them perform on a music show, and he was wearing shorts again. So I was highly disappointed by his baby gap wardrobe, and I'm going to move to Korea and become Pentagon's personal stylist. Anyway, you go first, because I actually haven't made up my mind yet. Oh, um, my... Pentagon, but not really, is my answer. Always Same Pentagon. as last week. Pentagon, but not really. Yeah. It was TXT. But like Pentagon. Um, no, my, I have thought about mine, and this is one that, like, in the past I would have said ATs, but after, like, KCON LA, like, yeah, they're, they're not, not underrated they're anymore. Not like, under, they are getting... it's, like, underappreciated. It's, like, but, both. <laughs> but I think, like, ATs is getting the recognition that they deserve, and, like, it's definitely getting there. Um, but... Uh, one of the groups that I would say, like, definitely deserves, like, way more hype is VAV. Oh, um, I am, like, fully in love with every member of VAV. I think the they are adorable. people how you found them? Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> I want you to. Um, I'll tell it, and I'll make it sound worse. <laughs> it's the same way I found K&K. <laughs> so we were just talking about, like, the height of idols, because... Um, I don't even remember why. Just like, because the average height of idols is taller than the average height of men in South Korea. Yeah. But then I was like curious of like, who are the tallest average K-pop groups? Because. <laughs> because why? Because you're tall. Oh, well I, yeah, I'm five foot ten. Um, and I am not. <laughs> which, then when we look at like K-pop idols, like. It came up after we were talking about Monster X, because we did high touch with Monster X. Oh. And I was, like, shocked that they seemed so much taller than, like, I thought but they were in my brain. But not all of them. No, like, was not nearly as big in as I expected him to be. Not, like, muscly-wise, but, like, I can't. My perspective's off. You can just go. But I'm five like, foot one, so everyone is humongous in like, my I see perspective. height listed for them, and I was, like, expecting certain things, but, yeah. like... Hongwon was for sure taller than so me. Tall. So tall. Min was really Min tall. Min was taller than me. Juhan was taller tall. than me. Yeah. I am was Shonu not as was tall as, as you. Shonu and I were like eye to eye. Yeah. I am. I had to look a little bit down for a while. But he was taller than I expected him to be. Yeah. He looked bigger in person than I think he And does. he also like, obviously, I think they were like wearing lifts in their yes. shoes. Oh, for sure. Um, I am. But I was definitely just like, like... I had to like fully crane my neck up to look yeah. at Hangwon, which shocked me he's because super he was tall. like he his listed height is so short. Yeah, um, is shorter than what I expected it to be. But then I was like curious, who are like really tall K-pop yeah, idols? Like um, Seventeen, Wanwoo, yeah. and Mingyu, and like then they're you really have, tall. Like, you have Chanyeol, you have Jin, you have Sehun, RM is tall. Like, but then I was curious on like what groups are actually like where every member is really tall, which led me to what? No, go ahead. Oh, led me <laughs> to uh, find K and K, whose average height was super tall. 
Um, and I do love them too. I think yeah, they deserve more hype. And they're now that they have they have a new member who joined in January after like one member left and like still getting they're into transitioning. Them. It'll their take comeback them is a like while. they're getting there and they're doing really good. They were um, on some interview I can't even remember, but they were so adorable and yeah. cute. And then which led me to VAV, and I just like they're fell in love. They're all so tall except for wait, which one's short. I can't even think. Oh, isn't it Ace? Yes, Ace is like the smallest. Which Ace looks tiny when you look at them performing. Ace is my height. Yeah, but like compared to like Jacob or Jacob, who are like six one, six two. Well, then you have uh, like they're all. They all end up wearing lifts in their shoes. Like just the style of shoe Mm -hmm. right now is just like then they look even taller. But yeah, that's how I found VAV, looking up the height of <laughs> K-pop, K-pop idols. idols. That's literally what I grew up Google was like, tallest K-pop idols, and it showed me like the tallest groups. You know who? Um, I looked VAV. it up the other day, because mini obsession is starting. Do you know who is a really tall group that you would not think is a really tall group? Who? TXT. No, they are. I had no, like, they are just babies. I mean, like, I'm 27 years old, so like, I'm a full seven years older than the, right? No, I'm a full, yeah. I can't do math. I'm a full, sorry, eight years older than the oldest member. Right? No. Six. Right? No, because he's a 99. He's a 98. Oh. He's September 13th oh, of 98. And you're July. Of 92. So it's only six. 92 years. Okay, so I'm like a full six. He's your brother's age? Yeah, he's six months younger than my brother. But so is Jungkook's only six months older than my brother. Gross. That's weird. (laughs) Anyway, sorry. But, like, I was, like, looking at them because I was, like, they're just just such babies, but they're, like, all taller than all of BTS almost. Like, all, like, there's, like, one that's, like, maybe, like, 5'9". The rest of them, like, look up their heights. They're all... I'm looking at them right now. They're all tall, and they just don't appear tall. I think only because they do, like, they've been doing such, like, cutesy little, like, Concepts, so you're like, oh, they're such babies. They're listed heights, like two of them are five ten, two are five eleven, when one is six foot. Like yeah. they're all my height or taller. Yeah, which like to me, giants. So like to I me, just like <laughs> normal people. Awesome. You can't look over your head. Yeah. Can't so, can see you. Yeah, I just did not expect them to be so tall. Cause like you have a BTS, Jimin and Jimin and Sugar, which is like yay. They're teeny like me. Which I think is so funny because we always talk about how small they are, but they're not that small compared. Like, they're both like four inches taller than you. Five? I'm five one. Yeah, so they're like five, six inches taller than you. I know, but like, still. I just think, anyway, VAV is my underrated K pop group of the week. Give them a listen. And more K pop idols should feel comfortable getting tattoos like Saint Van, who I love him. In that arm sleeve that he never gets to show in Korea. He does. He, um, their new uh, performance video. Really? He's wearing, like, a tank and you can totally see it. So okay, you gotta watch that. Um, it seems always hidden, which makes me super upset he's spaghetti. No, but it's great. Anyway. <laughs> um, mine. Guess. I don't know. That's fine. <laughs> winner! Yes! You're a winner! <laughs> mine is winner. Um, because they are <laughs> underrated. Even, like, now, like, one of them's going solo for a little bit. I mean, like, me and I was modeling. So, like, clearly, like, they're not, I don't know. I just love their music. It makes me so happy. 
Like, I'm not sure there's another group who's, like, every song is just so, like, my personal style It is music. very your vibe. It is. It's very, like, summery, like, kickback, like, chill music that I can, like, sing along with, which is important. Um, like, just drive around, driving around in the car music, like, the windows down. Like, which I just... how oh. I feel about VAV, which yeah. is so interesting, like, that that's what we both pick as yeah. our underrated. I just... I just wish, I don't know, I just want more. And I really like them, and I think they're talented. I think they are different, and that's maybe why they're just not as popular as other groups. And I think they've also, I'm saying I think a lot. I think. This is your opinion. It's so. true. I believe that, no. You just start shouting, it's my opinion. It's my opinion! If you don't get that reference, please. No, anyway. <laughs> Well, it's a divine, so another divines, all divines. Anyway, um, in a lot of their music videos, they showcase so many different types of people, and I enjoy that. That's all. Like, so many different types. Like, the girls in their music video are not your traditional standards of Korean women. They're white. They're black. They're Latino. Latino. They're curvy, they're skinny, they're tall, they're short. And I just love that they showcase a lot of... They showcase people for talent, not yeah. for looks. Yeah. And so I just appreciate like a lot of like their extras. Music videos or dancers are not always necessarily just the traditional Korean standard. Same with um, Hyolin from Sistar, who's obviously changed her name, gone solo, which is why that's... She, not when necessarily when she's in Korea, but... Um, I love that she, when she's especially in the States, has more diverse dancers and background dancers and backup singers for her. Same with, oh gosh, Chung Ha as well. Mm -hmm. She's really good at bringing in just like different people. And it's not, like we're not saying it's a bad thing to showcase Korean artists in Korea, like clearly. But well, it's just nice to like see they're... so much diversity when I think the... So many people judge Koreans and assume Koreans are racist. Like, that's, like, a big stereotype mm -hmm. in the States, which is completely wrong, obviously. But it is nice to just see so many different types of people showcased. And I think that's important for artists to start doing that and to honor people. Like, what we talked about with Taylor Swift the other day. Like, her including so many different types of people in her music video. It's important as an artist because you have a platform to share important things. And visuals are one of the easiest ways to mm -hmm. showcase that. So, yeah. um, so anyway, let us know who your underrated. It's a winner. Your underrated K-pop group of the week is, um, and why you think they're underrated, and then what song of theirs we should listen to, yeah. or music video we should watch, or um, we'll post ours. I don't know what I'll do. Oh, there's so many good winner songs. Let's post a couple. All of them. Yeah. Well, we could start by laughing to end our podcast. Let's again. not. Let's just, like, not take ten minutes to end it this time. Fine. Um, so we will talk to you guys next week. Because I'm sure 8,000 more things with Big Hit are going to happen. Because they don't want us to ever pay off our debt. And, and see. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye.